that we have an opportunity to change, we have an opportunity to grow. The fact that we are alive is the greatest blessing in the world that we can make decisions, we can make choices, we can choose life. Is that life, the greatest life that you can live, is a life filled with, with good and the recognition of good. The, the, as we said, as we were talking about yesterday, you could have somebody who has all the money in the world, you could have somebody who has so much, but he is looking at it like Esav, Yeshli, Rav, which means that I am missing so much. Somebody could have so much, but he feels that he has so little. And then you could have someone who has just whatever it is that he needs, but he realizes that Yeshli Kol, that I have everything that I need. I have everything that I need. And that change in perspective is the difference between life and death. The difference of looking at your life as I am so empty and I have nothing, versus a person saying, wow, I have so much. And not only that, it's motivating. It motivates a person. I didn't say good morning to Yaakov. He's on there. Good morning, Yaakov. The, the, the Yaakov Yehuda. That, that Baruch Hashem, that we are able to, to make decisions and we're able to see the good and to try and see the good in ourselves and in others because there is so much good to see. And the Yitzhahara always wants to block us. Yitzhahara always wants to block us from seeing our beauty, from seeing the beauty in others. He doesn't want us to take advantage of, of the things that we have. Because when we realize that we have so much, and we realize that we can do so much, so then that will help us succeed. As Rup Tzaddik says, just like a person has to have emuna in Hashem, you have to believe in Hashem. So too a person has to have emuna in himself. You have to have emuna. you have to believe. And that's what we say every morning. The first thing you say in the morning is Rabba emuna secha, which means you have tremendous faith and trust in me. Hashem has so much trust in us. And it doesn't matter how many times a person has failed. It doesn't matter how many times a person has tried. It doesn't matter how many times... A person has said, ah, oh, I've done that, I've done this, I've, didn't, I've, I've done this thing wrong, and I've done that thing wrong. When, when a person learns to, to start fresh, and it's difficult to start fresh, because when you start fresh sometimes, that means that you are uncomfortable, and you're not, you're not comfortable with what's going to be today. When you say create a, new, a great day, that means it's on me, I'm responsible. I'm responsible to have this amazing day. It means that I am the captain of my ship. That means that if things are not going well, it's upon me to, to change that. When things are a certain way, then it's upon me. But, but in a certain way, that's, that's, that's very empowering. It gives a person tremendous koach. And a person is able to choose. To choose life and to choose happiness. So we begin, we try and begin every day. We want to begin, and like we say, motivation and, and learning to love yourself is, does not last. doesn't last. You've got to do it every day. 
You have to do it every day. You have to remind yourself how special you are. You have to remind yourself, as we've said, if you spend 20 years of beating yourself up, then you got to, right? People, everyone talks about balance. Everyone wants balance. So if you want balance, you spend 20 years, some 30 years, some 40 years of beating yourself up and telling yourself that you're not good and telling yourself that I can't do it and telling yourself that you're not smart. And then you, you could then, you got you to gotta balance yourself on the other side to tell yourself more and more and over and over how, how much power you have, how much koach you have, how much ability you have. Because the Sahara, if you want to say one thing between the difference between the Yetzirah and the Yetzirah, they say the Yetzirah is not there to make you do an Avera. That's not his goal. Why? Why? Right, you would think, oh, the whole goal of the Yetzirah is to make me do an Avera. Guess what? The Tzadikim say that's not the goal of the Yetzirah. The goal of the Yetzirah is not to make you do an Avera. Why? It's not possible. You're human. You're going, to, you're going to fail. You're going to mess up. You're going to do things wrong. That's not the power of the Yetzirah. The power of the Yetzirah, who is a, who is a crazy, crazy, crazy thing, the Yetzirah, is that his power is that he wants you to not believe in yourself. He wants you to think that you can't accomplish. He wants you to think that you can't dream. Yaakov Avinu, right, in this parsha begins, V'hinei su'vayachalom, right? V'hinei su'lam mutzav aratzav v'roshom ha'geshvayim. The first thing you got to do is you got to dream that you can accomplish so much. You got to dream the dreams that you can be, that you can be incredible, that you can accomplish, that you can, that you can have a successful marriage and you can be a great husband and you can be a great father and you can have money and you can have a great relationship with Hashem. But it begins, I'm telling you this, it begins today. That's when your journey begins. It begins right now by deciding that I want to learn to think more positively. I want to learn to change my negative, my negative inside, whatever it might be. I want to learn how to change it. I want to learn how to get up in the morning on the right side of my head. I want to learn how to, and you have to learn it. It's not something that lasts. That's where I was starting from. Like motivation doesn't last, right? All these things don't last. Neither does bathing. And that's why we recommend it daily. I'm not going to change that. It's not recommended daily. That's why it must be done. Right, we'll have to change that on the, on the Zig Ziglar. I don't even know who that is. But right? You have to change. I know that's the one who said it. You have to change. You, you must. I'm not recommending. It's not a recommendation to shower every day with motivation and positivity. It's not a recommendation. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a must. It's a must. If you want to change your life. Yes, you have what? Oh, so very good, you did. So you did just ask a question. If I have discipline, so what do I need motivation? So what do we say, shot the other day, and what discipline is? Discipline is remembering what you want. A disciplined person is he always remembers why he's doing what he's doing. So ultimately, a person like that is doing that already. Correct. Discipline, right? Discipline is an outgrowth. Discipline is an outgrowth of remembering what it is that you want. Because you have to remind yourself. A guy gets inspired. And he says, oh, oh, I want to, and I want to say this to everybody. Sadushi Arim, it took him 16 years. Can't even begin to dis- discuss 
who the Chedusha Rim is, was. Chedusha Rim. One of the tzaddikim, the biggest tzaddikim who lived uh, a few hundred years ago, right? And he worked on himself like we can't imagine. Took him, he says, it, t- it took me 16 years to see the good, to see the good in somebody else, to work on that, to see the good in myself. See the good. I could just share this morning what happened to me this morning. Baruch Hashem, I try and do um, my daily uh, bombardment of positive thinking for myself. I try and do that. I try and practice. I try to practice what I preach, and um, and uh, bombarding oneself with with positive thoughts to me is a must. It's a it's a uh, it, it changes my 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 life every day. The more I bombard myself with positive thoughts, the more I think positive thoughts. So the more I I'm able to appreciate and live the life that Hashem has gift given to me as a as a gift. And when I don't do that, I suffer. I suffer when I don't bombard myself with beautiful, loving, positive, amazing thoughts. And this morning I was doing it. I don't know what happened. It was a good thing. Like I started getting like, started getting a little bit anxious. I haven't gotten anxious in a, in a long time. I was getting like a little nervous. And I realized it could be I was over bombarding myself since, since Hashem gifted us with that line of bombarding yourself with positive thoughts. So I was like, I've been... Uh, I've been like getting drunk with the uh, positive thoughts and I felt myself this morning getting a little bit too positive. I was like, whoa, 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 slow down. And then I was like, nope, I will not slow down. I'm not going to slow down. I'm going to continue to do that. Why am I saying that? I'm saying that because a person could become even uncomfortable and a person can go ahead and he can even become uncomfortable with growth and success and more love. Some people, not some people, a lot of people, a lot of people will reject love that is given to them because they, they can't handle the love. They can't handle it. They're not used to it. So they will, I'm saying, uh, every day people do this. And it's sad, but it's part of life is that we run away from love. We run away from positivity because we're uncomfortable with it. We're uncomfortable, right? I know myself. It's one of the things I have to work on is taking compliments. What, what does that mean? Especially if you're, you're, you're uh, what, what does that mean? We run away, we run away from love many times. And, and awesome you got to, and you, what? Uh, this is an awesome cheer. Thank you, man. <laughs> so my first thought is, of course, all you guys are awesome. So it's true. I, I agree. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what that is, but... Thank you, Mayor. But I, but I want to say something. Thank you, Mayor. I want to say I want to say something, and then we'll end off. Not end off, but but uh, segue, and then hear hear your thoughts. I was thinking this morning also, and this we've spoken about, but I want to I want to uh, I want to clarify this again. In the five love languages, in the five love languages. Um, which are very, very important for everyone to identify. It's very important to read that book, um, uh, for everyone to read that book, The Five Love Languages, um, because it helps you identify your language of love and what talks to you. And a lot of people's love language, I mean, everybody has all the five love languages. The um, love language of, uh, the love language of, of, um, Words of affirmation are very powerful, which means 
which means just quickly is that is that if your language of, 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 of feeling feeling love, knowing love, right? You can know just a quick chazara. You can know that your parents love you, but if they don't talk your love language or you don't you don't receive their love language, so then you're not going to feel the love. You might know the love, right? That happens a lot with husbands and wives. Of course, I love my wife. Of course, my wife loves me. But if we're not speaking the same language, or if, or if she's not speaking my language, I'm not speaking her language, so of course you could, you could do acts of service. You could wash the dishes. You could buy her presents. But if, but if her love language is words of affirmation, and she needs to hear words of affirmation, and you don't give that to her, so then she's going to not feel the love. So if your love language is words of affirmation, right, and you need people to tell you how much you are loved, so then the, your thinking is going to be very strong. It's going to be extra strong if you don't send loving messages to yourself and you don't send positive messages to yourself. And that's the result of speaking negatively of other people. We speak negative because we are, we're only saying the things that are in our head and in our minds about ourselves and about other people. It all comes from your own self-talk, your negative self-talk. And when a person learns to, to have positive, loving self-talk, especially if your love language is words of affirmation. When I say love, your primary. Let's say your top language is that you love when people tell you or you loved and you need people and you need that self-positive talk. So if you're going to be someone who's talking Lashonara, it's because you have such negative self-talk and you have to uh, bombard yourself and you, you need to totally, totally obsess yourself with, with more positive, loving thoughts. That's very, very important key to remember. Number one, to identify that as a love language of yours. And then number two, to go ahead and to then learn how to have positive self-talk. And like we said yesterday, and then I'll uh, get questions and comments and then we'll learn the halacha. Like I said yesterday, most people who are very nice, I think someone sent like a picture of somebody who was like being nice to someone and then he had all these like uh, daggers in his, in his back. Like when, you're, when you find someone who's nice to somebody, very nice, a lot of times internally they have very, very, very right, self-negative talk but they're nice to everybody else because, uh, you know, like you want to, you want to go ahead and, and, and uh, give the same love to yourself as you give, it's the opposite way, that you, as you give to other people. A lot of times, and what, what happens with those people sometimes is the people they're closest to and the people they become closest to, those are the people who they can hurt. The people around them, outside of them, further away from them, they're the nicest in the world. But when you get closer and closer into the, into the heart, very close, that's when they will be very, and that comes from very critical self-talk. Very negative critical self-talk. Okay, question, comments, Meyer and Yadidya from the left side. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, sure. There are five of them, and they're prime. You have primary ones. Is no, 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 no. No, no, it depends. No, no, no. It's all the. It's no. They're all the same. 
That's what you mean. Yeah. Right. They're all the same. All very subjective. You did it? I know for like me, I used to think I was a very nice guy until uh, I started working on my boundaries and I realized that I just tell people yes because I like couldn't find it in my heart to say no to them. And I thought I was like a nice guy because I can't find it in my heart to say no. But now that I can tell people no and I really not feel bad about it and say no because I don't want to, now I realize that now I'm really nice because this is true nice Yes, Rabbi. Yes, uh, had this uh, this thought that uh, I'll try and develop maybe I'll process it a little bit more one thing that we can always go to um, in, in, in the situations that might be unknown is that if I learn to relate to myself in a certain way and I'm able to give myself what I need let's say I'm just talking about my negative thinking versus my positive thinking versus negative thinking then whatever situation I'm going to be in I could give myself that positive talk. Whatever situation I'm in, I, if I know, you could end up being, you could be your best friend. You could literally be your best friend and be there for yourself. Yedidya, what Yedidya said was, and, and what Rabbi Tzvi is saying, is having trouble saying no, which a lot of us have that, that we're yes and yes, and, and I've said this many times, is that, is that it's not about saying no, 
as much as it's saying yes to yourself. And it's learning to be connected more to yourself as opposed to disconnected. And that takes time to develop. It takes time to develop, especially when someone, I mean, I I was speaking to someone yesterday and, and they opened up to me and I was so happy that they opened up and they just said something so simple. And, and, and he just opened up by saying like, like I just like, I, I just hate myself. I don't like myself. And I like, and I saw like the tears in his eyes. It wasn't so like, you know, no music in the background, all that stuff. It doesn't happen like that. But I was so happy for him because I was like, and, and what, what was my response to him? And I, and I said this for real. I said like, like, well, welcome to the club. Like, yeah, yeah, that's something that we do to ourselves. We hurt, our, we hurt ourselves, and we need to learn. We need to learn to really love ourselves. I know it sounds like so crazy, like here we're in yeshiva, this is a shir, we're talking Chavetz Chaim, Mesil Sharim. like what are we talking about, like loving ourselves, loving ourselves, but, but, but we, need, we need to do that so much because, because there is so much negative self-talk, and that's really what leads to Lashon Hara. It's 100% what leads to Lashon Hara. If you are someone who likes to talk about other people, if you're someone who needs to see the negative in other people, and it's normal if you need to do that, that begins with yourself. That literally begins with yourself. Let's, let's, uh, let's learn uh, the, the halacha here. And the halacha um, is an incredible halacha, and that is groups of, Jew, of Jews. This is a very dangerous halacha. This is a very... Um, Important halacha. When I say dangerous, it's because it's scary how how easy this is to do. Some people think that you're not allowed to speak lashon hara only about one person, but not against a group. In fact, it is greater to speak against a group, even without mentioning the names of the people in that group. You ready for this one? This is a toughie. So if you say the people in that country are very selfish, right? If you say, oh, right, us Americans, right, oh, Americans, oh, Israelis are dot, dot, dot. That's a big, big no-no. That's a hard thing because people think, oh, what's the big deal? Israelis are like this. This group of people, right, the boys in that yeshiva, guys in that yeshiva are X, Y, and Z. Pure Lashon Hara. The Hasidim, oh, those group of Hasidim are very aggressive. They're very, uh, you know, whatever it might be. Pure Lashonara against an entire group. Okay. Question, comments on that. And that's a toughie. It's a very toughie because that's part of our... Our, the way we judge and say, oh yeah, these people are like this, these people are like that. And number one, you can't ask mechila from everyone. If you speak Lashon Hara about an individual, so you're dealing with the individual. Once you're talking about a group, you, you got the whole group. Yeah, Shimon. Okay. Yeah. Yes, you did, yeah. If, uh, let's say somebody asks me, Somebody tells me they want to get to know me better. Right. So, am I allowed to tell them something negative about myself, like or my family, or the, like 
environment of like let's say a town that I grew up or something like you know a place that I'm from Israel. Can I see something about Israel? It's not. Right. And I'm thinking it's not to vent because I have no like nothing against them. Right. But at the same time, it's going to get let them get to know me better. Right. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I guess if you're saying it, you have to be careful how you're saying it. That's all, right? If someone says, right, you're from you're from Lakewood, so if someone says, you have to be very careful. If you say, yeah, oh, the, the I grew up in uh, in Lakewood, and oh yeah, you know, you know how I'm just saying, not that you would say this, but if someone say, oh yeah, you can you can now imagine how you know how crazy of a child that I had growing up in Lakewood in that crazy Lakewood, that could be less than hard. Yeah, you have to be very careful. It's unbelievable. Yeah, anyone else? Yes. Just going back a bit, could Ravannum uh, maybe illustrate for us and reenact what it looks like to bombard yourself with uh, positive thoughts? And how do you do that? What, are you looking, what does it look like? Okay, we could, I, I could tell you, I could, I'll share some stuff with you. I'll share some stuff. Yeah. Okay, Gavaldic. Okay, so, so again, so what's, what's, what's interesting is that, is that sometimes just going ahead and, and a lot of people, people can talk like that on a, on a daily basis, say, oh, those, those chassidim are like this, and this, the, those yeshivas, yeshivas, or this, you know, you, when, when you group a people, a group of people, he says even, Chavetz Chaim says, even talking about a school, right? You say, oh, the teachers in that school are unexperienced. The bus service of, of that school is so unreliable. The children in that school come from, from, from you know, troublesome backgrounds. The parent body in that school, whatever it is, you're not allowed to, you're not allowed to say that. All the above statements are not allowed to be said, says the Chavetz Chaim, because they are belittling an entire group of Jewish people. So unbelievable. Okay, question, comments on the halacha? Anything else? Yes, Mayor. Um, I just know it's, uh, it's like honest for a little bit of like a, like a whoop. Um, but I just know it's uh, helped me a lot. Something that I heard from Rebbe is that, uh, you know, sometimes I'd be like, oh, well, what do you mean? Everyone is like that. And then I remember Rebbe said, like, who's everyone? Right. Like, right. have you spoken to everyone? Right. Have you asked everyone? Right. You can, we can replay that in like a lot of things. Like, every time it works out, it's like, you know, and, uh, Very good. And when we can step back and be like, and like ask ourselves, like, who's everyone? Did I ask everyone? Because we could change like our whole life. Beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. True. Because a lot of times, in general, that that type of thinking is not is not a good type of thinking to say. Yeah, all of everyone, everyone is 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 like that, or uh, everyone feels that way, or I need the approval of everyone. Who name? Start naming the people who you're talking about. Correct. Correct. Yes. Right. So we'll talk about that. That's not. That's that's not a. That's so not everybody knows. Let's say, uh, I don't know, people from this place do a certain thing. That's not. I don't know if it's true. So I don't. I don't know what everyone. If everyone knows. I mean, I don't know if it's true. Saying, I don't know. What I'm saying I don't know if it's true. How do I know if it's true? Even if something is true. It's true or not? It's maybe a lie, but it's not so I'm not sure. I'm not so sure. We'll we'll look into that because because it's not so simple. Just because people think well-known information, you could just repeat. It's not true. It's not true. I don't know. Yeah, we'll have to look that up. I never. I, I, I'm not sure. Not sure. I think that's like a. 
a glitch in the, it's not so simple. Oh yeah, oh, well everyone knows that that guy is a this. Why? Well, so, so then, yeah, everyone knows he's a, he's a fool. Everyone knows. So, you know, the newspaper printed, uh, you know, yeah, okay. in general, yes. Well, could be. I, again, I don't know the context of your conversation, but it could be. Could be that if, could be. Again, it also depends how you set it over. You could say, you know, it was me, blah blah. If you said, oh, uh, this school or this job or this restaurant, you know, stinks. Oh yeah, sure, me too. That school also stunk that I went to. That would probably be Lashonara. Yeah, correct. Could be. I'm saying I don't know the exact conversation. Yeah. I don't know how I got to this point, but I've been doing this for a couple of years. I have in my head that it's locked. I was not there. It's going to probably be Lashkar. That what? That what? I was. That thought come from zero That what? Say that what? Is that I'm not there. It's probably going to end up being Lashkar. I wasn't there for the story. Yeah, of course. How would I know? Is Correct. That actual luck of I, I don't know. I, I mean, know it I makes sense. You probably got that from from Mayor's Pope. Is that you want your mouth to be right here? Why are you talking about? Why are you talking about them? Who's talking? About? You're going to start talking about Labavitch. That means you know everything about Labavitch. You know every Labavitcher. You've learned Tanya a few times. You know the history of Labavitch, and then you start talking about the yeshiva, the yeshiva world. Who's the yeshiva world? Who is that? What is the yeshiva world? I don't know what that means. The yeshivish people. Who are the yeshivish people? What do they look like, like Mayer was saying? Who are they? What are their names? Right? Oh, the modern, modern Orthodox. What's modern Orthodox? Who are they? Are they modern? Are they Orthodox? Who are you referring to? Are you referring to a specific person? Right? The secular Jew. I put like two visions in my head. There's a guy telling me about his lunch that he has with his friends and then he being there at that lunch and right. then talking lunch and arm at that meal. Right. I feel like that's two right. scenarios. Correct, correct. Correct, 100%. Correct. Correct. It comes down to the fact that we don't know and, and it comes down to the fact that we don't want to judge and if we judge, the only judgment that we want to do is positivity and, and not even to judge. I would start with that. Don't judge. Start with that. I'm not judging. I'm not judging. I don't want to judge. I just want to judge myself and live the life that I want to live. Hashem will help each and every one of us. We should be zocha to love ourselves more, to see the good in ourselves to see the good in each other, and to, to not be able to say, we don't want to say anything negative, especially about a group. Because when you talk about a group, right? and I would question myself on that. I would question myself when you say, oh, you know, uh, oh, you know, those Israelis, oh, those, uh, you know, those uh, five-towners, I don't know, those guys from Lakewood, those Lubavitchers, those Hasidim, those whatever it is. I would question myself on that. I would question myself and say, what is it that's bothering me? How could I learn from my perspective of those people that, that might be bothering me? So Hashem should help, will help. All of us will be zocha not to speak Lashon Hara today and every day. Us and all the Jewish people will be zocha only to see the good in ourselves and others.
Okay, I want to uh, I want to continue in what we were talking about yesterday. Uh, before before I begin, Ms. Ilse Sharam, I just uh, um, I'm not going to embarrass him too much because because I don't know how good his English is. So uh, um, but uh, I just want to just uh, uh, just welcome uh, a very special person who's here in today's shir. That uh, that um, there's someone who's here from the Moshav. Um, I, I, I guess he, he came to. To, to learn to, to learn Torah, um, someone who is is very um, very influential um, on on things that go on in the moshav, and he's a tremendous chizuk. I could just say he's a tremendous strength for the yeshiva. Whatever goes on, Baruch Hashem, you know we are part of a moshav, right? Those who just came this year, you know, don't you know the base medrash used to be like in the middle of the moshav. Right now we're a little bit off to the side, um, but I could say is that is that um, the, the person who's sitting here right now is a person who has always and, and it's without any ulterior motive. Echom women no ulterior motive. Blima. Samoy. See, I learned something new. Okay, bliminiyas samoy. Ken kachom women. Lee Rock only for one reason, because he loves Torah, he loves Hashem, he loves the Jew who have Torah, who have Hashem, who have the Jewish people at at Kol and he has one thing that he wants to do, lechazek, to give us strength. So it's an honor uh, to have Rav Gon, Harav Gonen, Rav Gonen. And he also just said you should know how many years were you in the army? Okay, he was in the he was in the um, Sahal as a as a you were a rav in the army. He was a rav in, in the in the Israeli armor army for for twenty years, and uh, that's that's amazing. So thank you. Very much. Major, 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 major. So, Rabbah. And if anyone knows Yair, you guys, you know who Yair is. That's his son. That's Yair is his son. That's his real. That's his real. I don't know how you say claim to fame. Svi, how do you say claim to fame? Claim to fame. His new one knows that he's my. Oh right, right, right. And he's a Rafi, right? David, uh, David's not here, right? And married his daughter. His daughter married David. So Baruch Hashem, right? So welcome. Okay, let's let's uh, let's learn a few minutes of let's learn together a few minutes of Misil Sisharim. Right, we're in the middle of motivating motivating factors to change my life. And we said yesterday we're in the middle of over here. Kolama, listen to these words, everybody. He says like this. He says there's a question that people are going to ask. People ask a question, and they say, why do I need to work so hard to be such a great Jew? Why do I have to be a great Jew? When it comes to making cash, when it comes to making money, 
right? Which we're going to talk about when it comes to being successful in this area, when it comes to upgrading your phone, then I got to be the best. When it, but when it comes to being a great Jew, I'll be a good Jew. I have to be a great Jew. As long as he says it straight out. He says, Die, Lanu, it's enough. Let me at least not go to Gehenna. But I don't need such a big house in the next world. I don't need such a big mansion in the next world as long as I'm not being punished. What do I need such greatness for my soul? What do I need to think so much about Judaism and God and the Torah and being so great? As long as I'm a mediocre Jew, I'll have my money, I'll have my wife, I'll have my cash, I'll have my stuff, and I'll do the regular okay stuff. That's what the Masils Charm asks. And he challenges a person. Why can't I be okay with that? Says the Masils Charm. He says like this. He says, So he says, okay, you have a question for me. Says the Masils Charm, I have a question for you. He says, and here's my question. He says, And this is what we spoke about yesterday. Is it so easy for you to see somebody greater than you now? Is it easy for you to see somebody who's better than you now? It hurts you. It's hard for you when you see a friend of yours who is better than you. And you got to keep up with him. He says, Everyone works hard in order to get status, to be somebody. This is what he says. He says, and when you see somebody in this world, in this world, when you see someone better than you, he says, his, his language is, Damam roteach bekirba. Your blood boils inside when you see someone who's better than you. And especially as you get older and older, right? When you're younger, so you could say, okay, I'm going to change. I'm going to grow. I'm going to this. When you're going to be 25, 30, and you're more stuck, stucker in your ways, and you start looking at the people around you, and you say, oh my gosh, this is who I married. This is who he married. This is the job that I'm stuck with. This is the job that he's stuck with. And wow, that's going to be even more painful. When you're 18, 19, 20 years old, and you see someone doing better, and I want to do better, it's still hard for you. But the older you get, and the more you say, oh my gosh, this is the life I'm actually living? Oh my gosh, that's a scary thought. So says the Masils Sharm, you can't handle, you're not going to be able to handle that. So he says like this, he says, however, could you imagine? He says, Vadai, Could you imagine when your life is over? As the Gra says, one of the biggest painful things that a person will have when the lights are out. The second your lights are out, one of the biggest pains that will be is that you can't change anymore and you are stuck. People who, people who suffer from depression, from real depression, part of their pain is that they can't change. They think they can't change. They're lying in bed all day. They're like, I just can't change. One of the most frustrating things that anybody has is when they have a bad habit and they're like, I can't change it. There's nothing I can do. I'm helpless. 
I'm helpless. I can't change it. That's pain. It's pain when I can't change something. It's one of the things why we start off in the morning by saying, I'm blessed that I could change. What a blessing. You have this bad nida, you could change it. If you work to change it. You want to be happy and you're sad? You could change that. You could be happy. It takes work. But the second it's all over, the second it's all over, you can change it. So could you imagine the pain? Could you imagine if in this world, if in this world where I can make changes and I can get ahead of my friend and I can do that, it's still painful when I see someone better than me. So could you imagine if I'm then stuck and I can't do anything and I'm stuck and that's who you are and you sit there going like, oh my goodness, I'm stuck and I can't change. So says the Ramchal, listen to the words, the beautiful words of the Ramchal. The Mesil Sharm says, he says, the reason that you are not going for greatness as a Jew, he tells you the reason, he calls each and every one of us out. The reason why you don't want greatness as a Jew is only for one reason. It is not in order not to do the work because we all want to do the work to get to become great, a great Jew, someone who loves Hashem, someone who fears Hashem, someone who's connected to Hashem, someone who goes in His ways, someone who lives a life that we all truly deep down know that we want to live. He says, what is it? He says it's a pitoy kozev. It's a deception that your Yetzirah is deceiving you of and it's not true. Your thought that I don't want to be great as a Jew, I don't want to be a great Jew, I don't want to be someone who excels in Torah, who excels in tefillah, who excels in a relation with Hashem. He says it's not true that you don't want to do the work. All it is is a deception. It's a deception from the Yetzirah. Because the Yetzirah is so strong. And what is he strong about? Like they say, the Midrashim say, what did Esav do? You know what Esav used to do? It's good to talk about Esav now in these parshias. Because we have to know the, dif- the difference between Esav and Yaakov. Because we're Yaakov. You know what Esav used to do? Imagine a guy sitting outside this door of the base Medrash. And he'd sit outside. And every person who would walk outside... He would say, come with me. Let's go take a walk. And he would say, do you believe everything that we just spoke about in the base Medrash? Do you believe everything that's going on? And he would go ahead and he would convince. He would spend his life convincing someone that this is not true. That the Torah is not true. That Judaism is not true. That God is not true. That's what the Yetzirah wants. A guy could go get a job. Suddenly he's up in the morning. He's working hard. He's dedicated. He's got his goals. He's hungry. He's working. It's great. Bam, bam, bam. Right? Not everyone's like Yoni Cone. Not everyone can do a Yoni Cone. Not everyone can do a Yoni Cone. Not everyone can do a Yoni Cone. Know it. No, I'm being serious. Know it. Know it. Know that not everybody can do a Yoni Cone. Yoni Cone works hard and he learns hard and he, and he, and he dedicates this very hard thing to do. Most people, when they go to work, they're working hard, and they come to yeshiva, suddenly, oh, I'm tired. I don't have my goals. I don't have my this. Why? One reason only, in my humble opinion. One reason only, in my humble opinion. One reason only. Why is that? Yetzer Hara. 
Because your Yetzirah does not want you to be successful here. The Yetzirah wants to keep you away from the truth. The Yetzirah wants you to keep, keep you away from learning Torah, from davening, from pushing yourself as a Jew. That's what he wants to keep you away from. And that's what the Mesil Susharim says. He says, Actually, someone had their hand up. You did, yeah? Yeah. Why is it not? He's not, he's, Esav is the person you have to speak Lashon Har about. Because Esav, correct, Esav's your enemy. Esav is talking about, Esav's not, not, not a Jew, he's not a Jew. Esav is the opposite, it's like, can I talk about Hitler, Yamach Shema? Is that Lashon Har to talk about Hitler? Right, so again, so, so someone, so Hitler, Yamach Shema, yeah. Right, right. Esav represents that. Right. Esav was closer to Kabbalah. Not if he was closer to Shuvah. Well, good. Maybe I'll, uh, isn't the Shema, but I'm saying, you, you, it's a, right, right. No, it's important. No, it's, no, but I'm saying it's important. It's okay. We, we, we could, I'm not going to get into this right now. Someone who is a, someone who's a killer, someone who's a murderer of, of, of the Jewish people, to talk about someone whose whole uh, way of life is to go against God and to kill people and to be bring badness to the world. So then, of course, you have to talk uh, bad about them. You got to stay very. You have to say, right, right, correct, correct. Adarabah, the Mesil Sharm will tell us it's a sensitive question you did, yeah. But 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 you have to know how to. Def- there aren't so many. Have about like this. There aren't any Jewish people who you could talk. You could you could talk about Hitler, you might about that. You could talk about Asif, you could talk about Amalek, you could talk about Hamas. Right? You can't you can't then put in uh those Jewish people. What? Yashka. Yeah, okay, Yashka. We don't know much about Yashka, but I'm saying yeah, good, but I'm saying you don't have to worry about Yashka. We don't know I'm saying, but some but 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 yeah, it's good to talk about right when when someone makes a see him and they say, Anu Amelim, the Hey Mamelim. Right, I love, I don't know where you guys got that from. Why? Because the world, you have to know your enemy. You can't be blind from your enemy. And your enemy, like Esau, is someone who wants to hold you back and just know this. I said this when I came back from Corona. No, one of the greatest gifts that we've had, right, Rav Gonin, one of the greatest gifts that we had is that the base Medrash is closer to everyone's, to, to, to all here. Why? Why was, it, why was that a simcha that the yeshiva had that the base medrash is closer to where you sleep? You know why? Because the distance between your bed and the base medrash is like they say, is the difference between your head and your heart, which is sometimes further than Shemayim and Aretz. Oh, my head and my heart are right over here. But, but the Yetzirah wants one thing. Don't hang out in the base medrash. Stay away from the base medrash. That's what the Yetzirah wants. And what we have to remember is that it's Yetzirah. It's not me inside. It's not truly who I am. Yes, Aroni. 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 Mm-hmm. And the more you work on yourself, probably also the more you realize how much you need to work on yourself. Correct. 
Right, right, correct. That's so, so. That's that's a separate great question. That's a separate avoda in itself. It's a separate avoda in itself to learn how blessed you are. Right, as the Chavetz Chaim says, he brings it from the Gra that when you learn one letter of Torah, it's connected all 613 mitzvahs. And you say, wow, I got to learn Torah. I got to be in yeshiva. I got to be able to dive into Hashem. I got to that. That's not a contradiction to, I want to learn more. I want to learn more. I want to learn more. It's not a contradiction. Okay. Yes, Dovi. And then we'll wrap up. Yes. That day something threw me off. I do have a question. Yeah. I want to talk about day something. But I had also another question. Right, it's a different. I mean, he was a holy, holy saint. He died at Ramchal died at 38, 39 years old. Can't imagine. Yeah, he spoke to angels. We can't imagine. Can't imagine. He definitely didn't. He didn't have. He. he, he yeah, he got rid of his iPhone and his stuff a while, you know, when he was a kid. That's a joke. Was he a playwright? I don't know. Yeah, we'll look at it. It's a different, it's a... Hey, he was a holy, 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 holy. What? How did he get rid of half of these? He got rid of at 10, not 20. Then, yeah, it makes sense. I'll ask another question. So... We're not supposed to, if we're affirming all the time, positive, 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 even, even it's okay to talk negative or The second I affirm a negative thought in my brain, that's affirmation whether I affirm it or not. It's just a negative vibe. I will kill my enemy is a very positive thought. I will destroy, I will destroy my enemy. I will destroy, I will destroy my enemy. I will kill the things that are there to destroy me. Imbala Hargacha, that is. That is the Yitzhahara, the Nachash, Amalek, Esav, the Malachamaves is all the same thing. It's all the same thing. It's there to destroy your life. Imbala Hargacha, Hashkem Lahargo. Remember that, everybody. If someone comes to kill you, you're allowed to kill him first. And your Yetzahara wants to kill you. Your Yetzahara does not want you to connect to happiness. Your Yetzahara doesn't want you to connect to the Torah. Your Yetzahara doesn't want you to connect to the base Medrash. Your Yetzahara doesn't want you to connect to your growth. The Yetzahara doesn't want you to connect to Torah. The Yetzahara doesn't want you to connect to Olam Haba. So you got to kill that. you got to be positive that you're going to destroy that. You gotta wake up every day, just like the Yetzirah is sitting by your bed, waiting. The Yetzirah is sitting by your bed, waiting to kill you, so you gotta kill him before he kills you. Okay, I'm saying it's the same thing. We're not, we'll get into, don't worry about Esav, we'll go, we could talk about that. Esav is the, is, is that, that is Esav, the embodiment of that. That is what it is. That's where it comes from. Amalek got everything that Amalek got. Hitler, Yamach Shemot, got everything that he got from his grandfather, from Asa. That's where he got it from. You can't feel bad for someone who murders children, who murders people. You, those are the people you have, to, you have to kill. Those are the people. That's what the Yetzirah is. By the way, I just want to say, as we're talking about the Yetzirah, the same Yetzirah 
that wants you to do an Avera, and the same Yetzirah that wants you to feel bad, is the same Yetzirah that murdered six million Jews. It's the same thing. You, you, you hop what I'm saying? That Yetzirah, that Yetzirah that wants you to have negative thoughts, and wants you not to learn, and wants you to have a terrible life, is the same thing. It's the same thing that, that was murdering Jewish children. It's the same thing. It's not, I didn't make this up. The Gemara says it. It's the Yetzirah, it's the Malachamav, it's the same exact thing. We have to look at it that way. We have to approach it that way. Yes, Shimon, in the one. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Today I woke up and I was in such a negative place, okay? I was telling you, I was in the dumps. And then I was like, whatever, I was talking to people, trying to be okay with it, etc. I was like, that's it. Going out, and I got to talk for the chef and we need to have a meeting. So I go, I promise everybody, I go, I tell the chef, I'm like, Hashem, I am going to kill these eats all right. I'm here, I'm going to rip them apart, and I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing, and I'm never going to stop, and... What you're saying is so true, and it flipped me around to such a place. And now that you're saying it, even more so, like, my whole body inside is just wants to explode. And I'm going to end off. I'm going to end off with this. If we were all in a lahavdal in a room, right? And I'm not referencing because I never, I, I never, I never saw the, never saw the movie. So some of you might know the, the movie I'm referencing because I heard about it. I think it's a true story. But if we were all in a room, right, and we were out to make a million dollars, we're gonna all, everyone here is gonna make a million dollars. We're gonna do our cold calling. We're gonna call. We're gonna speak millions of dollars. All of us. The next 10 hours, we're going to kill it, right? Then we can have this attitude of, yeah, yeah, yeah. But when it comes to Torah, oh, I'm not so sure. Maybe, maybe, okay. You'll learn a little bit. I don't want to burn. I don't, there, what, what happens? I don't want to burn out. But how come when it comes to making a million dollars, nobody says, wait, 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 let's take it slow. I don't want to make a million dollars because I don't want to burn out. So someone's going to say, oh, well, money's different. Yeah, money is different. You know why money's different? Because the Yetzirah is all over that. Because the Yetzirah would rather you make a million dollars and ten million dollars. The Yetzirah would rather you make ten million dollars than sit peacefully and lovingly and sit there and learn one line. One line of Pesachim. One word. Yetzirah would say, I'd rather you make ten million dollars than one line of Chumash, than one Mishnah. But guess what? Like Shimon Gold said, uh-uh-uh-uh, we're going to kill the Yetzirah. And we'll make that million. And we'll <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Rabbi Tzvi, I want to say something? No, no, Rabbi Tzvi. No, 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 one second. What Rabbi Tzvi said, I want you guys all to know, what Rabbi Tzvi said is so true. So true. You know why? You know why? Because... Because you can also. Yaakov, the joke of Yaakov versus Asa is that Yaakov ends up with all the blessings. Yaakov ends up with this world. That's the joke. 
The joke is, is that Asa doesn't even get what he wanted. That's the joke. So Hashem should, should help, will help each and every one of us to get hungry, to get starving, to work on ourselves, to break ourselves, and to realize that the Sahara is only there for one reason, to keep you away from growth, to keep you away from happiness, to keep you away from Torah, to keep you away from what you truly, truly want. And we're not going to let Him do that. Hashem will help us smash our rearview mirrors and live the day and live the life that we want to live. Thank you, everyone. Amazing. Real quick, before anyone jumps on what time are we? Uh, I'm going to try your friend. Okay, I think I have a lot of